Welcome to Neoweek Audio, a collection of podcasts and Twitter spaces produced and curated by Neoweek, the number one news and community platform for the Neo Protocol and the Aurora ecosystem. At neoweek.com slash podcasts, you can find every interesting audio piece from the community in one place. We curate content on topics such as DeFi, NFTs, gaming, DAOs, community hangouts, and more. Basically, we got you covered near fam. And without further ado, let's dig in. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on? I wanted to uh, start things off a little earlier today because uh, I have a kind of a funny story or at least an interesting. It's not that interesting. It just happened today. Uh, but I want to talk to you guys about it. Uh, not related to crypto per se. Not at all, really. But um, every day I try to take like a walk, uh, at least one walk helps me clear my head, get the heart rate up, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and <clears throat> I usually do like the same walk every day. It's a pretty good like three to four, three to four miles, um, depending on where I decide to go. And I live in a pretty tight knit community in a s- relatively large city um, that definitely has its own set of characters. Uh, you're, when you're in a city, there's going to be people that causing a ruckus uh you know we have have all of that to deal with but in our area it's it's pretty quaint and nice uh really like it but on my walk i'm maybe like four or five blocks from my house chugging along listening to like some some sort of stoic principles youtube video from the daily stoic and uh this guy drives past me uh, he's in a he's in a toyota prius he stops and he takes a picture of me <laughs> and um i was like what the heck and then i saw he had a neighborhood watch sticker on his car and i was like this guy thinks i'm like some sort of shady character like i'm just walking around minding my own business like i don't look too rough i'm wearing like decent clothes you were dressed I'm, like I'm a well slob, shaven David. you were dressed like a slob that's why <laughs> I really wasn't though. Like I, I promise. I, I, out of all days, like I'm, I'm looking pretty good today, um, as far as the apparel goes. But um, at first, I was like a little bit um, upset. I was kind of like, "Dude, what the fuck? Like, I, what are you, what are you doing? I, I live here, you know." But then I kind of continued to reflect on it a bit, and I was like, "Honestly, that's really good. Like, I'm actually really happy that there's people that are paying very close attention." to um people in our area right i mean i've never seen that guy before i guess he's, he's never seen me and so it it's maybe I'm, I'm probably posted all over facebook right now like who's this guy what, what is he up to what's it you know but but that's probably a good thing because that means people are looking out and so uh after reflecting on it you know it was actually made me happy but i just thought that was kind of a funny story 
I had uh, and um, I had someone taking oh, taking pictures of me outside one of my uh, one of my buddy's houses the other day, but uh, I might I might have deserved that one. <laughs> Were you smirking a burl? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it was she was driving like a diesel truck and like smoked me out on this corner, and I just like flipped her off, and then she came back around oh. all uh, all bitchy like. I'm going to get my husband out here to kick your ass. And I was just like, bitch. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, and, and I guess for some like further context, um, when uh, I think it was, it was Monday, I was out at a uh, restaurant nearby and I got a, I got a ring. I got a little ring-a-ling on my phone that my back, my back camera was activated, my security camera. And there were like two people walking around my backyard and I, I got on my, my um, security camera has like an audio function. So I, I instantly turned on the microphone. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I, I ran home as fast as I could. Um, but that was like really scary. Like, I, I don't know what they were doing. They were just like walked around and then left. It was, it was really weird. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe it's good to be on higher alert these days. Anyway, Noah, Seuss, really glad you can join us today. Um, obviously, these are team members of NECO. Uh, we've worked together for quite some time, have a incredibly strong relationship. Um, B and Noah go back even farther than the near days. Um, before I embarked on the builder journey, um, was on TikTok, crypto TikTok, and started posting a lot there back in like early 2021 was able to um you know make uh make some decent content gather a little little following of like 9000 but from you know the the speed at which that audience picked up was pretty good all things considered and I haven't had the time to focus on on my side of the content creation as much now I just kind of post funny videos of you know random shit and I'm definitely intending on improving, improving that. Um, but Noah had been a content creator that was, you know, around the same time as me, and we we interacted a lot, engaged with each other, and always really admired um, everything he was doing. And even through all of the work that Noah is doing now with Jump DeFi and Nico managing socials, helping us with public relations, engaging, um, making content creation. Same with Seuss. He's still making and building his own uh, content creation on, on his channel as well. So this guy is uh, one of the harder workers I know in Web3, and that extends uh, absolutely to Seuss as well. I, I, I can't believe uh, just how incredibly hardworking uh, and, and good these guys are at what they do, and it's a privilege to have them on our team. And today we get to dive a little bit deeper into what they're doing, their inspirations behind it, uh, focused primarily on the Nico Morning Show, which is an endeavor um, that has been purely created by Noah and Seuss. Um, they have put in so much work and will go into really what it takes to build out a podcast channel um, that goes and, and brings the near ecosystem to new verticals that, that simply had not existed yet. So on that note, guys, welcome, and we'll turn it over to you for a quick intro. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for having us on. David, thanks for the warm welcome. Uh, near at night, Monza, appreciate you all having us on. Um, yeah, uh, once we get into the actual why we made the show, I'm definitely going to kick it over to my awesome, hardworking co-host, Seuss, a.k.a. Ahsoka, because I'm Anakin, um, because, yeah, he spearheaded a lot of the stuff, and... Um, came up with a lot of the ideas and I'm not a good idea guy. I'm, I'm a better second in command that like helps make things happen. So, uh, yeah, I'll let my first in command, uh, speak for a little bit. Hey, uh, good morning guys. Uh, afternoon or night. It is morning for me. So yeah, uh, I'm so, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm so, um, thank you for all the, Good intro, Delir and uh, Nono as well. Uh, amazing, amazing host, co-host as well. But yeah, the Nico Morning Show started. Uh, I think we started. We started it like few months back, even more. And we wanted to do something for learn to earn the community to teach our community in Nico. You know, 
about Web3 crypto. We wanted to help other people in Web3 how to, you know, uh, start their journey there. Uh, as well, was primarily focused for learn to earn. Uh, we wanted it to be a very educational um, stream. So we started in TikTok. And I remember I was uh, messaging Nono and I was like, hey, man, I have an idea. Do you want to like, uh, let's make a, a TikTok live maybe once a week. You know, we go, we talk with the community, we bring new people to near protocol or Web3, Nico as well. So what do you think? We, we, we should do that. He was like, yeah, man, let's do that. And Nico, uh, I mean, Nono used to go live a lot uh, before as well. So. Yeah, we, we, we started with it. We had the Blitz Week, which have really amazing results. Uh, we ended up, I think, uh, at one of our live, we had around 1,500 views. So it was really good. Uh, we managed to onboard so many people to Near Protocol and Nico from that uh, week. And then we thought, me and Nono, how we can scale it up. And, uh, you know, we start scaling up slowly, uh, with the support of marketing DAO as well, with the support of uh, you know the core team, Delir and uh, Rando, we ended up scaling it to I would say one of the biggest podcasts in here right now, in terms of uh, views and reach. So it, it's really great. It's it's very nice to see how it scaled up. You know, from a small live stream in one channel, and right now we are on seven platforms uh, we added facebook uh, last platform and um, honestly the first facebook podcast we did we actually imported two users to nico and it was really nice we were really happy me and no no uh, that we actually managed to reach other people in facebook so it, it's it's great but uh, it happens with all the support of the core team from nico with the support of the founders and as well uh, the amazing my amazing co-host no no slash host so yeah uh, it's really great journey so far yeah let's uh let's talk about that scaling process because it it's pretty robust what what's been accomplished um and then just kind of comparing where everything started and just like from my perspective as um someone that you know is, is leading i think the probably the best thing that can happen as a leader is watching your team members grow and, and continue to excel and, and kick ass. And that is 100% what Seuss and Noah have done um, through all of their endeavors, but uh, especially highlighted the Nico Morning Show. Um, it, that is something that, that keeps us driven and, and makes me you know, truly fulfilled is watching that growth um, and, and sort of looking at that from more of a systematic level beyond just the hard work it takes to understand how to deliver content effectively um you know from Seuss's perspective having english as a second language like none of these things are easy but they've done such a good job at, at continuing to grow and evolve um so like we can maybe walk through that and I'd, I'd love to hear from you guys kind of how how you have conceptualized the growth but just kind of from my end um starting from a single streaming platform with the Nico TikTok, which we had been growing and posting content to for a while, to then extending to, you know, seven or so different live streaming platforms concurrently, there's like, there's a lot of lift there to make that happen. Um, with, for instance, like the marketing DAO, getting support for the equipment needed, not only to, um, be able to stream on all of those platforms that's that's a heavy load for a computer so being able to do that from like the hardware side but also getting the cameras to a point where we have nice crisp visuals and and it it truly looks um and and feels like a very professional setup because it is but um i'd love to hear kind of from your guys's just frame of mind how how, how have you approached the scaling what what are some of the big goals and maybe some of the, the main roadblocks that we face so far? Absolutely. Great question. I'd say one of the biggest things is um, the 80-20 rule. And um, we've kind of found that, or at least I have, that getting a ball rolling is the most important thing. Um, because if we wait till everything is perfect, it just simply won't happen. I mean, there is, I mean, if you guys watched like the officially sponsored season one, I mean, the first episodes, for sure, we had a whole lot of room to grow. Like they weren't, well, they weren't that 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 great, honestly, and we we totally recognize that. But 
we were betting on ourselves and um, betting on growing it and all that stuff. Uh, same thing with going to new platforms. We have this talk every single time. It's, hey, it's this much work to repost stuff to this. It's this much work to download and use appropriate captions and use appropriate SEO. And, you know, when our, um, our automated repurposing video, like, I guess, subscription isn't working the way it ought to, it is a lot of work to make sure we're still hitting all those platforms. But the answer to that is it's always worth it. Um, because we are trying to make the largest imprint we can for the New York ecosystem um, while we're in it. And yeah, so I think having an amazing um, an amazing teammate really, really helps with that. If you don't have a teammate and you're really trying to be on seven platforms, uh, just, just good luck. I mean, just from a managing the, the chat standpoint, it's not going to happen. Um, but I'd say the biggest thing is just getting the ball rolling and then making it make sense or making it look good afterwards. I think that is the number one thing. What do you think, Seuss? Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, there was there is a lot of work to go through it. And I think the major struggle we had at the start is uh, how we want to grow that. Uh, shout out to Nono as well. He managed to grow many of the Nico social media apps uh, to, uh, to a really good uh, sizable audience. But uh, uh, yeah, I remember back then we, when we expanded to YouTube, I think we never had like maybe one or two in YouTube and uh, then it scaled up um, pretty fast and pretty quick. I'd say YouTube is like now after TikTok is our second highest uh, platform that people watch from, but it, it's very difficult to manage it because we, our streaming platform can only do so little to, for example, if we want to stream in TikTok, we cannot get the streaming key from TikTok, so we will have to to go through different routes to be able to get the voice from our streaming platform and from every single um, streaming platform to TikTok. So that goes to creating more accounts, putting devices beside each other. Um, we managed to learn it. <laughs> I mean, no, no, we we said we used to sit like uh, really long hours, you know, trying to figure it out. Um, we we did meeting at a weird <laughs> weird time with like two hours sleep trying to push it and trying to make it work uh it was a very struggle at the start um i think no no remember for especially the first few episodes when we tried to scale up to multi streaming platform uh we had audit issues we had you know um the camera was not great as you said and the setup stuff like this but uh, we ended up you know I, I really am proud of what we reach, especially in terms of production uh, quality as well. So uh, it, it, it's it, it's good to see that to see the grow. But if anyone never see like the Nico Morning Show, how it started, all the videos is pre-recorded in YouTube. You can like check the first uh, you know um, podcast we did and now, and you can see the the huge jump in difference. And that goes as well as you said, Delir, with the equipment. So. I think we got funded from the marketing DAO twice. The first one went to uh, fund my equipment, which Raptor uh, Nono as well told me, hey, man, let's start with one. And we decided to build each one set up first. So, uh, of course, when you have a better equipment, big, better camera, better you know, a mic, uh, better audio quality, you will be able to produce you know, a more, more and better podcast and that goes as well with the quality of the podcast you are putting so the the, the way the better it's look you know the, the nicer it's look as well it's visually appealing to other people who's watching the podcast as well so uh, with the last one with the, our last marketing the funding as well Nono managed to get a pretty pretty sick setup I don't know if you guys saw Nono setup but it's crystal clear so yeah Yeah, I I uh, remember uh, quite queer, quite clearly the early days. Um, I remember uh, look watching the streams and uh, you know trying to provide feedback and then like realizing I was probably being like a, a dick <laughs> and just like it you know that that's hard too right like understanding how things start to where they're going to go like not only from like a management perspective uh, which I think. You know, I, I certainly had a lot, I have a lot to, had a lot to improve on there, but it, you know, understanding that, hey, it's all for the good of what we're doing, trying to 
continue to improve but if you don't deliver that message right it can it can have effects that that aren't intended right you can um make your team members disheartened or uh you know feel like you're you're not being fair with them lots of different things so balancing that but ultimately the effect of of what has happened is exponential improvement every single season and so that's just a major testament to hard work and understanding that all that matters is improvement right so it's it's really cool to to see where things are at now and i sort of want to transition a bit to like just the state of web3 right as far as sentiment but also interest from the public so i mean all of us have have continued to be here for years now and i think it's no <laughs> sorry it's no mystery to any of us how low the level of interest has has gotten over the years um, i don't know if we can say we're at all time lows now or if there has been maybe a, a pickup in interest i feel that there has been i think that that usually comes very fast that's usually how the public is with certain things once let's say a bitcoin etf is is approved it's on the front of the news cycle every day instead of all of the ftx nonsense on tv where people are probably saying oh crypto is scary you know it's a scam that 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 sort of messaging can change quick sentiment changes very fast and when that happens you want to be in a place where you have continued to deliver continue to build continue to grow and from the content creation standpoint the people the projects the initiatives the content creators that have continued to post content through and through those are the resources people are going to look to for guidance for support and for education so to be able to have the opportunity to really help be that that rock for the near ecosystem as far as content creation goes is is really important not only for us and our potential impact in the future but for the near ecosystem as a whole right and so it's a it's an awesome opportunity to to have but it it's also super important as well for the broader ecosystem and like just and we'll, maybe we can dive into some analytics after we kind of go back and forth on this topic but just today i tuned into a pudgy penguins live stream on tiktok and pudgy penguins probably the second biggest brand in web3 behind of course board ape yacht club yugo labs and who knows where where that's going even with the 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 trajectory that pudgy penguins is on maybe they'll be the strongest ip in a, in a couple of years we don't know but even then when i tuned in to the live stream they only had like 10 people watching and it was clear that this was a a paid professional content creator they had this wild setup with a bunch of stuffed animals like a lot of money's going into this but from when i tuned in there were only 10 live viewers right and so you could look at that two ways you could say hey all of this you know all this work yet no one's caring yet from the way i look at it even the strongest most effective teams in web3 like pudgy penguin say hey even though there might be a reduced level of public interest right now we need to put in the work we need to do this because that is cementing our place in web3 history and our positioning to continue to grow as things improve overall as far as the market goes but i'd love to hear your guys' insights on that yeah absolutely i think um i think you're totally right i've i've tuned into a couple of those and yeah it totally fluctuates the the cool thing about tiktok is once you can go live once you do have a thousand followers there is no secret to It is no secret how you grow your channel. Yeah, you post good videos, um, but consistent. I'm about to sneeze big time. Hold up. <laughs> consistent lives. Um, I'll get it out here in a second. Consistent lives are the way to do it, right? So, I mean, you can post viral content. You can do guerrilla marketing, which we might start doing now. Uh, just uh, step up our game. Um, but that consistent live is like a really, really big weapon. And I mean. We have other people in here that are scaling their awesome podcasts and their awesome shows up to a thousand followers on talk, on TikTok like Billy Bones. And as soon as he hits that, he's going to skyrocket in growth, like for sure. But that is super super important. And I do think it is really important for people to see um, just the amount of effort going in because, like you said, there's there's a level of trust that's established from people that um, watch you, that watch you, you know, go from one market to the next and continue to stay in the 
saying some of the same things. I mean, I have a, a personal friend who doesn't post Web3 content anymore, doesn't talk about his NFT collection, um, doesn't say anything about it. Now he's just on the, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jack dude, dark hair, backwards in a cap. Um, not backwards. Uh, what's his name? The marketing guy who, uh, help me out, David. I know you know this. I know you know this. I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> anyway, Alex Ramosi. It's Alex Ramosi. So this guy's just doing a coffee pasta now of Alex Ramosi stuff. And that's good and well. But if he ever decides to go back into Web3 instead of just general marketing, general sales, uh, there's going to be a, a paper trail of how he changed his whole setup and how he kind of entered and exited when he wanted to and, you know, sold his NFT collection and is just headed, you know, out to where the money is, wherever the green pastures are. So I think building your reputation and building that face-to-face um, trust, um, even if it's digital, is super, super important, like you said. Um, uh, I forgot whatever what other good point I had. But, uh, yeah, Seuss, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. Consistency is very important, especially when you are trying to scale up. I mean, you can start uh, with absolutely one, two viewers. And uh, the problem is uh, crypto or Web3 in general uh, dominated in Twitter spaces for a long time. And uh, the shift towards other social media and other social media's app uh, is interesting, especially with a lot of restrictions, for example, like TikTok. So... You don't have like the free uh, content that you can create about crypto or speak of because you are scared that you will be flagged as, uh, for example, uh, a scam or you will be flagged as, you know, doing something shady. But in in fact, that you are trying to teach uh, Web3 and blockchain technology to your audience. Um, people who usually as well viewing this uh, social uh, uh, media platforms they usually go there for different things. Like, for example, TikTok is more into like meme and, you know, stuff dancing. I, I don't know what, what content creator up to that this time. But yeah, uh, YouTube is more into explanation. So each, fra- each platform have its, its strong um, audience that prefer something over something, you know. So for Web3 podcast to or Web3 content or blockchain content, crypto content, to be in TikTok, uh, short short form work, uh, but uh, you can only say much in short form. Yeah, I mean, you can't like describe everything you want in terms of live. Uh, consistently, consistent is very important, as uh, as, as Nono said. In in my uh, uh, in my opinion, and uh, we see also the the huge growth that uh, shout out to Billy Bones and Boneyard Gaming. I do host a podcast with with Billy, but. Um, when we started the podcast, we, we basically had very few people, maybe one, we will be lucky to have one or two. And now uh, we were talking with uh, me and uh, Billy and the average is now, I think, like 125 for the last 17 podcasts. So, uh, yeah, consistently hard work and building that uh, platform, you know, building the, that audience who will be interested in watching the podcast uh, will be very important. So it takes time. The most important to be, I think, mentally prepared for it. You know, it's just need a grind, same as other platforms. It need a grind uh, and uh, just n- never giving uh, giving up, you know. But I agree, uh, it's very difficult. As I said, for other platforms, you can see a lot of big names in, in uh, doing podcasts that they don't manage to get the the exposure that it's needed. But I do also believe that, um, you know, podcast and content creation and face-to-face interaction, it's fairly new for, for crypto. And I think we can see like a huge adoption to it later on, especially on like, I don't want to drift away from the topic, but especially on the limitation of what you can do in a Twitter space on and what you can do as well on uh, for example, a face-to-face uh, interaction with the viewers, as well the trustability and all of that. Yeah, and then as far as putting you guys on some free game, um, you you got to optimize. Like everybody in here, people trying to run shows, you have to optimize multiple platforms. I mean, Gary Vee is not as trendy as he once was, um, but just because our answer has our default answer has been yes. If it's another platform, we're going on there. 
uh, we finally scaled up to an average of 659 views um, for the last eight uh, or the last the last season of the Nico and Morning Show was 659 views a pop. Um, so that's 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 big, and a big part of that is just trying to meet our audience where they are and give deliverables, give deliverables, give deliverables, and then ask. Try to give value first, and then ask after three or four times. If you read, uh, what is it, jab, right hook, uppercut. Whatever, whatever the Gary V, whatever the Gary V thing is. Anyway, I'll toss it back to Lear in a, back to Delir in, in a second. But yeah, getting on all the platforms. I mean, currently we are getting our TikTok back uh, because censorship is a thing on centralized platforms, um, and so we've just used mine temporarily. Um, but yeah, definitely be on multiple platforms. That's free game. That's an easy way to bolster um, your total KPIs. So back to you, Delir. Yeah. So a couple of, couple of big things that you guys hit on. Um, censorship and adjusting content based on trends. So I think first we can, we can talk about more of the adjusting your content, shifting content types. Um, you, you mentioned someone that has sort of just, oh, wow. <laughs> just completely, sorry, I'm, I'm outside. And I, the guy just went around the roundabout and like almost tipped his boat trailer over. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Um, but um you have someone that sort of um, just runs away from crypto when it's not a trend anymore. Uh, they, they just eliminate it from what they're talking about. And in some, you know, in some ways I think that's, that's entirely okay. Right. I mean, if you're just, if you're trying to make as a content creator and your goal is to reach as many people as possible, then of course you're going to start targeting your content based on what's trendy and what has the highest likelihood of hitting the algo um, in a way that can can get you viewers, but it does hamper the the trust element or the um, the effectiveness element as far as people going to you and saying, okay, well, this person's just hopping to you know the next you know the next big thing. If we talk about like in the startup world, um, a lot of a lot of teams have pivoted um, from from crypto into like AI. That was a really big trend, and I kind of you know that can, same thing can be said for like content creators as well um not that that's a bad thing but it can pamper your effectiveness to the topic that maybe you truly care about or maybe you don't actually give a shit about crypto it was just the thing to talk about at that time either way it has its pros and cons right but now let's look at that from the neko perspective we are a web educational web3 platform that is very much near centric right so what is that? What are, what are the pros and cons of that? Well, the pros are we can be, you know, a, a keystone figure in content creation for near protocol. We can be a trusted resource, an educational tool, and and really help facilitate onboarding into the near ecosystem. Those are really big pros, and they're very important. But as far as outreach and scaling, how how does that affect us? Well, that can be seen as a con, right? Because our audience is so small now even smaller now than than it was you know x amount of months or years ago so that's something that we have to account for and say hey there's we just had the ndc votes and we saw that over you know just over 3000 humans verified for voting in the ndc so we can say there's probably at least 4000 active near users people that are are truly interested in the near ecosystem that care about it enough to watch content so our our audience goes from what seven billion people in this world down to four thousand five thousand that's a really that's that you know there's there's impacts there and that's something that i think can be framed in different ways but really it's it's more about how how do we then reach other people how do we deliver interesting content that can onboard new people but also reach just the broader crypto native audience as well and i think that's something that that we can continue to expand on understanding things from like a funnel right if the goal is to onboard people into near then we might need to be a little bit wider to to cast that net that's then going to bring people in down the funnel into near and have them sign up with their near wallet, fund in your wallet, start being active in the ecosystem. So I think that's something that we need to continue to focus on and look at how we're actually creating this funnel and 
there's definitely room, I think, for more broad crypto discussions like the FTX trials going on right now, you know, stuff like that, where there's probably a lot more public interest. Maybe it's good to focus on some of that, but then continue to niche down um, as, 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 you know, we stuff happens in the near ecosystem, but also just as we're continuing to onboard new people. But yeah, I'd love to hear, um, hear, hear Noah's opinion on that, hear Seuss's opinion on that. Then we can go into censorship because I actually had a, a little bit of an idea spurred from that. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, wanted to uh, give a shout out to our boy Aaron Abyss because he does a great job of not necessarily guerrilla marketing, but the just wider crypto marketing casting that net. And yes, he is specifically working for the ICP ecosystem now. Um, but all his view, all his videos are really good at um, just bringing people from the wider area in. And so as he puts them through his funnel and, you know, eventually they convert to his YouTube page and he's having specific ICP, you know, conversations, that's, that's fantastic. And we definitely could stand to learn a whole lot from him. And like you said, yeah, there's, there's a lot of specifics we throw out. And we definitely need to kind of reevaluate and see um, how much, you know, general stuff we need to do, whether it's 25% or 50% or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a fun time uh, learning all that stuff. And I'm sure that with um, just kind of figuring out uh, censorship stuff and understanding that, you know, we might not always have the luxury of being on all the socials that we're on, trying to figure out how to scale the fastest way possible and onboard the most people um, possible in a small amount of time, uh, just to, you know, make the most of those, uh, those times. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, true, true. Uh, but the, the thing is as well, uh, you know, following a trend as well can be different from platform to a, a platform. And, um, for TikTok, for example, uh, there is, it's, it's more into like, I don't know how to explain it properly, but the content goes in there is different from the content goes to YouTube and uh, so on from each other uh, platform, you know, and it uh, uh, doesn't matter for me, especially if you are, we are trying to scale up near, you know, and bring more exposure to the near ecosystem. It doesn't necessarily matter if you have a huge following base that, that mean you are doing the work, and if you you don't have that that much uh, of a huge following base, that mean um, you know it, it's not that good because you will have some videos in there for around one year, and it's just catch up after a year, you know. So so the data will be saved in there, the the content will be in there, and people can go and view it later on, you know, when 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 that thing actually. Uh, uh, have more exposure to it if you get what i mean sorry uh, my english is my third language guys by the way so um but yeah uh, i agree with this uh, the thing is like the most important is being as on on all platform as much as possible because uh, you want to attract these users from all different uh, uh, places in the world you know and um, uh, having having that data having that type of like uh, video audio feedback explanation meme trend and all of it you know spread across all the platform will definitely reach more audience specifically for for each one on what he prefer and uh, i think in nico we we managed to accomplish that very easy it's because of the variety of content creator we have i mean i am more into explanation videos and how to do things and how to interact with things. No, no more in like, you know, catching trends and stuff like this. And we have NFT thing, I think, was more into the technical part as well as the layer. So, you know, having this variety of team that each one can work on each other's strength and following these trends whenever you can is what's going to bring exposure to it. But eventually being on all platforms, uh, reaching all type of guys who want or, or girls, whoever, you know, who wants to, you know, watch a video explanation or listen to an audio or, for example, you know, uh, do a different type of content is it is what important. That's why we also expanded to to Spotify and Spotify, our Spotify work different from all other our other platform because we don't go live in Spotify, but we provide a podcast uh, 
to watch or to 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 listen to you know if if you are for example you are driving or something and yes it's saved in youtube but that consume a lot of data as well if you want to watch it and it may be distracting if you are watching the video and the podcast goes long for nico it goes like one hour to two hours one hour and a half to two hours so we use uh, spotify and spotify podcast as a uh, tdlr or two uh, and then uh, we just cut the important thing so rather than going back if you don't prefer to listen to a two-hour podcast you will just be able to listen to like a snippet or you know uh, the important things that you miss in that podcast so uh, yeah variety of content is very important as well that give you an edge over other other people to, to scale up as well but uh, eventually you have to think also of the blockchain popularity uh, that you are trying to push for example if you are making content about near it's definitely gonna be a bit harder to reach audience than when you are making content uh, in regards of like for example uh, layer twos you know so um that thing need to be considered but uh, you know as long as the content is there you know as long as you are trying to reach as much audience as you can then uh, it's definitely worth it yeah, and then over to censorship. So this is something that we are facing, uh, you know, some issues with on the TikTok side. Uh, Nico content has never shilled, has never posted anything in bad faith. It's been purely educational, sometimes just fun content, some memes, but never have we crossed any barrier close to what could be considered content in bad faith. That's something that we just simply would never do, but just to have regardless of that having your your content still be be removed or be banned it's an issue that all crypto content creators face um sure this this expands to different content creation niches as well but i i wonder what you guys think about this right so like the importance of creating content on these platforms is the network effect that exists anyone can hop on tiktok post a video and if you, you roll the dice and, and by, you know, the grace of the algo gods, your your video can get blown up and, and millions, millions of views, people, you can become famous, rich overnight. Obviously, this is something that that is, um, you know, a, a very small chance, but you keep posting and, and it can happen. So the network effect of these very large social media platforms is the reason in which we all use them and we post there, right? I mean, that, that's, there's, really no denying that but would it be effective if there was a crypto centric platform that like let's say scraped all of the videos with with crypto hashtags whatever and and sent them to one one platform maybe that existed using the boss that wasn't censored that people could post content to without having to worry about getting cucked by some tech ceo what do you guys think about that is that something that has an opportunity for success or do you think that it's it's just not feasible because that network effect is just such an important part to content creation? I think that would be super useful, honestly, um, because a lot of the times anytime, anytime you're trying to do like just a good job scouring the resources on, you know, TikTok or you're like, hey, I'm going to make a viral video on crypto. Therefore, let me look up crypto. And then you look up like all the most viral videos by topic and then you see how they're done and you realize that they're not that informative or they are, you know, just clickbait or whatever it is. Um, I think having them all siphoned onto their own platform would be nice um, because then if you wanted to take kind of a purist approach and then really distill the stuff down based off quality, that'd be a whole lot easier because at the end of the day, yes, you got to, you know, broaden your nets, you got to cast them wide and all that stuff. Um, but, but content that's created for, uh, people have never been in crypto is so much different than content that is, uh, created and curated for your, you know, your, your very, very loyal followers that want to know the exact updates in the near ecosystem. I mean, it's, it's very, very different. So if we have, you know, if we have Fandix and, um, Kingwin and all these other guys and Femi, um, and, um, I don't know, people that like read near week, if they're coming onto our TikTok to get a summary of stuff or, you know, see if we've done a, a video on a specific subject, um, sometimes that can be nice because boom, we could, we could have it handled right there. Um, but at the same time, that's just not going to be relevant to, 
the wider crypto audience until near protocol is the absolute behemoth that we are kind of making an asymmetrical bet on the fact that it will be right. And so I think that would be valuable to keep it all curated together. And then you could have the wow factor videos, you know, on the main, on the main platforms. And then you could have the, the brainy stuff that's there for the veterans and not just for the people that have never created a digital wallet before. So I think that'd be a worthy endeavor and that might be a, a great pitch for the near foundation. Yeah, I, I think I really think there's something there, especially with like the boss where we can have where there's a truly decentralized front end. Um, you know, I think this is something that, that we can, you know, talk about internally and seeing maybe if, if this is something that, that Nico could pursue. But ultimately, I, I, I do see um, some some level of potential, you know, potential high value here where, yes, the network effect um, for social media overall is very important. But to have a place where people could go for crypto centric content and the existing crypto audience i think could could see a lot of value in that without all of the noise from everything else um but then also people that are are being on board that are interested for the first time that might be the first place that they they end up going so you know maybe that's a bit optimistic i'd like even to hear what the audience thinks about that but i do think that there's um, a really missing a really big missing element there and with all of the um, growth in social fi, um, a lot of the stuff that's being done with near social, um, and then there's been some really cool open source components developed that you know so can can tie like reputation and all of these things. Like there's there's probably a really big idea here, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll be able to help bring it to life. Over to Zeus. To be honest, having a, a certain platform like specifically for the crypto related topic and stuff like this it's it's nice to have because that will be like the one to go platform if they want to learn uh, something you know uh, about crypto but uh, as nono said the reaching uh, the the end goal is not only targeting the people who's in crypto only you know or web3 in general but also reaching border audience to you know um other uh, other 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 people like web2 people and onboard them to web3 so uh, if you have a let's say a, a platform that is focuses only on on tiktok then uh, i mean focuses only in uh, uh, on crypto it will be good for people to you know uh, who want to learn is targeting the crypto market they just go there and learn their things but also you know having the other platforms there as well is very important because you want to reach as much audience as you want and uh, you know, you want to onboard them to Web3. So uh, you also need to, you know, reach to the normal standard people who never, you know, experience Web3 or don't know much about it or blockchain technology or, you know, crypto in general. Yeah, so pretty interesting there. It's, you know, and, and these things, you know, I think the the idea stage for, for things that can really add value in Web3 now that the NBC is going live, I think there there becomes an opportunity to start building a lot of this stuff. Um, and if if the council, if the broader community sees value in it, then then maybe it's possible to bring it to life. So yeah, it's, it's really exciting. Um, but maybe to just transition over as we we get towards the end of today's hour long AMA. What have you guys been most interested about as far as your your direction for content? Like, where have you guys really been focused on? I imagine, you know, just looking at what we've done with Near at Night, the NDC has been, you know, a, a really big topic of discussion. But, like, what has been your guys' focus um, over the last uh, season or so? But then also maybe moving forward, what are you guys really planning as far as continuing to scale? And, and what sort of content do you think is going to make that happen? Yeah. So uh, for the main goal always for for the Nico Morning Show is to to try to onboard more users to crypto and uh, Web3 in general. And uh, we always try to put content in an easy, simple way for people to understand, even though they never heard of Web3 or crypto. And, you know, they just joined in and it's very easy for them to understand it so we don't we we do get into technicals uh, a lot actually but at the uh, at the end our main focus was to 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 reach the people who don't have much experience um in 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 crypto you know and try to onboard them to near 
as well as uh, for the last month we tried to go with the you know the kpis that was provided from the marketing there which is increased transaction on your protocol and uh, increase uh, you know uh, more exposures for the near boss and uh, builders so we have created something called interactive task where our viewers will be able to interact um, with near protocol by watching our podcast so uh, it goes uh, to a lot of things the interactive task and nico morning show it goes to like uh, meme of the week where we, we we host a meme of the week and if we have for example you in there we can make it you know centered around you um we use certain hashtag and stuff like this in twitter uh i think uh, none as well posted some uh, into near social and uh, yeah it goes for like even in staking and staking and you know bringing just that exposure to to project and near protocol that uh, you know deserve some uh, some love and goes as well for like nft sweep where we we reward people who was involved in the interactive task that we have doing across the show so there is a lot of things uh, and a lot of if you guys never joined the nico morning show we really you know love to have you in but uh, uh, we always try to focus and to be engaging, uh, educational, and easy to understand as well. Uh, in support for near protocol uh, is uh, is uh, the main goal, right? Yeah. Uh, on that nice, nice, subtle dig, Sue. That was that was funny. That was funny. Uh, as far as strategy, honestly, that is something I can absolutely work on because. Um, when things were, when news rolls out slow, especially during bear markets, um, all I was doing honestly was, you know, anytime, anytime there was in the like monthly PR reports, there's a Google drive spreadsheet. And I was looking at those articles and pulling information from those. And some of that stuff is like really good, but it definitely felt like I was grasping for like, I was desperately grasping for like little, little, little things sometimes, you know, about near. And so you know, the good news is Nier is constantly evolving, constantly getting bigger and all that stuff. But I mean, I, I literally remember, you know, you know, posting things like, oh, these are some cool people Nier is like highlighting because it's this, this, you know, type of month or this or that. And just like, you know, it's, it's good things, but it's not blockchain. It's not crypto news. It was just near specific news. So um, what is our strategy? That is a great question. Um, that is something we are uh, going to kind of rethink and definitely do a better job on. And that, that's just, that's just me being honest. I, it was a, Hey, what can I post about, um, on near, you know, and, and as, as near, like I said, continues to get bigger, it'll be, we'll have a handful of things. And so we can just curate the best stuff and it doesn't have to be grasping for straws. It can be, um, all the cool news kind of like, you know, when Polygon had all their partnerships rolling out constantly, it'll be like the equivalent of that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, sometimes it feels like you're grasping for straws. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to, for all the big news instead. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's during the, this unprecedented bear market that we had, I mean, it makes sense that things slowed down, right. For a variety of different reasons, whether that's funding, uh, allocation of funding to ensure that teams can continue to exist, but also, <clears throat> you can deliver some really cool shit in the bear market and no one might even really give a shit. For instance, like GMX, the largest on-chain perpetuals trading platform introduced their V2 some months ago. And it, it really had a, really a, a non, non-effective response. No one really cared. I didn't even know about it until recently. And I was trading on GMX with a lot of, um, you know, kind of as a majority of my, my trading pro, uh, portfolio for for quite some time right so even i was a bit disinterested in in protocols that i've been actively involved in so you got to think about that think about continuing to build but do so in a way that when you release when you announce it can be effective it can have the largest reach and so it's not a necessarily a bad thing that things slow down it's just okay this is how this is how our conditions are what do we do about it and i think when when those times come, it's it it is okay to expand. Maybe talking about more of the broader crypto news. The the whole FTX story has 
you know, there's so much content there. Not that that's something that is maybe good to focus on, but I think a lot of people are interested in that and, and getting information from people that have a deep knowledge of Web3 and its impacts to the ecosystem overall. You know, there's probably a lot of value there. Similarly, maybe breaking down different components of crypto, like, yes, maybe there's not a big news story that's specific to near, but hey, maybe I can talk about this is how I sign up for a near wallet. This is account abstraction, which means that all of your fees can be paid for. This is this is what a blockchain is and just drawing out a diagram of blocks and how it works from, you know, the most basic levels. Like there's always things that that can be talked about. It's just like adjusting the the goals and just kind of maybe broadening the approach when you know, specific ecosystem things aren't popping off as much. So yeah, I think there's a lot that we can do there. And the good thing is Near has had a massive explosion in its growth. The the Kaching partnership is huge. It has driven, you know, hundreds of thousands of, of new transactions into the Near blockchain, like on a daily basis. Of course, Sweat's doing big things. So many teams are are doing big things. It's leading to fundamental value explosion within near itself so we we are in a place now where i think you know more near centric content is is going to be you know quite feasible on a on a very regular basis but when it's not it's okay to expand more broadly to web3 whether that's explaining concepts or talking about more of the overall news but um yeah i would love to just kind of check back in with you guys if there's anything um that we haven't talked about yet that you want to make sure we highlight please feel free but i think it's been a really good session i was going to say uh one other growth hack is um pulling pulling people that are big on different platforms right so if you have a multi-platform show uh you don't want to just pull people from twitter that have a decent twitter following um for example in the past we've uh pulled uh taylor from dear crypto onto our morning show which is awesome i mean she has uh seventy thousand followers on tiktok and on instagram she maybe has 200 and so looking beyond the not sorry not instagram sorry uh twitter she maybe has 200 instagram is pretty big too actually um but just finding people sometimes before they you know blow up and you know once they're already big as well and just trying to give them value first and you know give them back some snipped up uh like parts of the show and all that stuff but just having those kinds of people on really really helps for example we had uh the jana nft or just jana on before she blew up we had her on about fourteen thousand followers on twitter and now she's well past twenty one thousand followers and she's like working with binance and all this stuff and so having kind of an eye for for talent and just people that will be um will be really big, like really, really helps. Fun, fun story on that super, super quick. I know we're getting close to time. Um, I'm, a, I'm a health and fitness guy. I've been in the health and fitness industry for, you know, five, six years. That is my, that is my Web2 job. And when I was working for one of my buddies, like custom woodworking companies, um, I met this guy wearing an oversized shirt um, in the airport. I like automatically knew based off of the context clues, hey, this guy not only is a bodybuilder, because I know the industry pretty well, but also he's, he's going to win and he's going to win soon. Uh, this guy was a no name, had maybe like 8,000 followers on Instagram. And then that coming year wins the Olympia for you guys that don't know, which, you know, it's probably everybody that's like the biggest bodybuilding event. Um, and so spotting those people early, like having an eye for talent really, 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 really helps, especially before they pop off. Uh, Seuss, I know you're dying to get in the word. Go ahead, man. Uh, yeah, I think, I think, it's it's very interesting topics actually, and I think we can go for like hours. But I I, I do want to take. Uh, we are very close to time, but also uh, having amazing partner and shout out to Nono uh, is very important. We are trying to run a show. I know we we, we complement each other a lot, but uh, guys, the way we run the Nico Morning Show, if like you see how me and Nono uh, do it, I don't think like many people will be able to to do it in the way we do it. It's because. We rely on each other's strength. Even we don't communicate uh, in the show, we will be able to, you know, to okay understand how how we, you know, assign to each other, each one of us things or roles uh, during the show that uh, that help 
the show to to stay entertained. So, uh, yeah, having your do your do will be very important. Choosing the right do with you uh, is very very important, and uh, as well as what Nono said. But yeah, yeah, for everyone who was watching, uh, thank you so much. I don't know if we will have time for question, but we are at uh, at at the time. So yeah, thanks for having us, Lily. Yeah, it's, it's been a pleasure, guys. Uh, you know, even though we we talk on pretty much a daily basis, I do feel like I've learned a lot tonight, and it's always good to just highlight all of the hard work that is being done. Um, even though it's you know internally through Neko, it's still this is still very much Seuss and Noah's endeavor, and watching it grow to where it's at now has been an absolute privilege. But just want to make sure that we note uh, for everyone to go ahead and claim your shard dog link. It's up above. You can just go click add your near address. I actually need to do that real quick as well. And once you claim your free your free near at night shard dog list uh, link slash NFT, you're going to be entered in for a nice juicy near prize. So no uh, no downside and a pretty good upside there. And of course, just having those uh, those badass shard dog NFTs is always cool too. So yeah, don't forget to do that. Um, want to thank everyone for hanging out with us tonight. It's been an awesome sesh. Thank you, Noah. Thank you, Seuss, for spending the time with us, telling us all about the Nico Morning Show and excited for the future uh, with everything that we have in store. So cheers, guys. Have a good night. Yeah, cheers, man. Uh, one last thing, guys, before we end. We have AVB today in the podcast. It will be 8 a.m., a UTC on Nico podcast, so I, I tune in. There will be a, a very juicy uh, topic, I guess, we will be talking to. So, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, thank you, guys. Oh, hey, um, one sec. I think, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Okay, never mind. Uh, I was getting an issue with the link at first, but it does look like it appeared for me. So you should be able to claim it just fine. But I did have a bit of a Yeah, I did claim mine. It's working. No, it's yeah, good. cool. Good to go. All right, guys. Have a great night. Take care. Be on five soon. hours. Peace. And then just uh, before we head out, a uh, quick update about our upcoming spaces. We got uh, three pretty good ones coming up. We got uh, Star Pause tomorrow, and he's going to be talking about everything he's working on uh, all over the ecosystem. And then next week, we got a uh, Popula and Nightly Wallet scheduled so far. And we'll have, you know, two more coming up after that, too. So, you know, stay tuned for those.